Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. We're back, man. Yes, sir. Another episode, episode 205. Let's get right into it. But before we get into it, we got a special ad read from our friends over at Clap Cleats. Um, here we go. Um, check it out. I don't know if you guys have heard of these socks before. This is basically a sock specially engineered for sex. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes, you heard me correctly. The sock is rated number one in doggy style technology, and they're making noise all over America. Clap Cleats is a fanny nominated product that stands behind its promise to the consumer. They promise more thrust for the lust, more traction for the action, and more clapping while you're tapping. Does life got you down? Clap Cleats. Did you just lose your job? Clap Cleats. Do you want to finish Black History Month with a bang? Clap cleats. There's no better way to end Black History Month than clapping some black cheeks. So head over to clapcleats.com and use our promo code trucker69 for a 15% discount. Once again, head over to clapcleats.com and tell them that we sent you by using discount code trucker69. We love this company and we want to make them a part of a trucker's mind family. So show them some support because it helps us and it helps them. Thank y'all for the love. Now let's start the show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, before we start the show. We got the we got a bust it open. Let's man. go ahead and uh, our, our friends over at Clap Cleats, they sent us the product. So let's go ahead and bust this open. I'm just giving as many sexual innuendos as possible. <laughs> All right. And here's the socks. What we got here is uh the latest in doggy style technology here. Um Clap Cleats, the original sex socks. Slide me one. Here goes one oh. One is the va- the Valentine's Day one. Yeah, that's the Valentine's Day one there. Yeah. Um, this one here is the original clap cleat sex sock, and as you notice, if you can see through the actually, let me take it take this out the back. You know? I got bamboo in there. Oh really? Yeah. Bamboo. What's the bamboo for? Uh, I don't know. Okay. So here's the thing. Oh, they got the toes. You yeah. can slide your toes in there. Yeah, they got the toes basically. Let me go ahead and take the whole thing off there so everybody can see what we're talking about when the YouTube video drops. Basically, as you can see, this sock has grippers on the bottom, right? And these these grippers or these rubber grippers are specified or specifically for when you are um, uh, assuming the doggy style position. Um, whether it's you or your girl, she could put these socks on to keep her feet planted into the I ground. I was thinking about that because yeah. it didn't really reference the females, but yeah, yeah. If the girl, you know, if both of y'all got them on, that's ultimate. That's traction. ultimate traction, man. Yeah. That's that's thrust for the lust. Yeah, yeah. But dude, these socks, if she's wearing them and you're wearing them, ladies, you can get that extra inch you've always been looking for. <laughs> A lot of women, you want that extra inch, and this is what you'll get with clap cleats. And if you've ever worn football cleats before, you can see the comparison on the bottom of the sock. This is also clap cleats too. This oh. ain't this ain't part one. This is part two. Oh, you got this clap cleats too. Also, this is a sequel. Oh, okay. Is, is there any any more uh, specifics on that sock than this one, or is it more? No, you got clap cleats too. Also. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. They sent all the. Uh, yeah, this is the the new high tech here. This is clean. I look. You want to throw them on? Right I want to throw them on, but I, I'm going to wait for the right time. I'm all, <laughs> I think I think that you, wanna, you, you really, on I, th- want to. You want you YouTube? And I'm going to say this. I'm just going to come out and say it. You really need to wear these socks when you're dealing with thick women. It depends if, on yeah. if, if she got a big old booty. You need to wear these so you can plant your feet deeply in the ground. Yeah, you know when you're in the middle of trying to get a deep a pound. Um, yeah. but yeah. 
So if any women out there want us to try these uh, and bring back uh, more information next week, um, just hit Eddie's. Uh, Why well, gotta hit my inbox? Because <laughs> yours, your inbox be the one with all the questions in it. Yeah, stuff. that's fine. Hit me on here. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'll tell you right now. If you're too embarrassed of you know say oh, I don't want to talk to them about the clap cleats, ladies. If you got a boyfriend or you got a husband or you got somebody you're hooking up with, don't ask him for permission. Buy him these socks. Don't just tell him to put them on. Yeah. Just say hey, put these put these socks on, and I'll show you what they're about. Yeah. And I'm sure he's going to absolutely love these socks. Bro, if you had clap cleats and blue chew, that would change Oh, my your, God. Yeah. If you have clap cleats and blue chew, you are basically a weapon of mass destruction. Oh, yeah. Your girlfriend might love you again. Yeah. Yeah. You know that extra inch she was getting from uh, Bobby from the gym? Oh, my God. <laughs> Bobby. You can, have, you can take your life back. You can take your life back. Hear me out. You can take your relationship back by wearing clap cleats and also purchasing good uh, Blue Chew. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. Okay? Um, Blue Chew is not paying me and Keith to say this, but uh, <laughs> that is a great product. It's a great product, man. I, 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 you don't have to have any problems with you to use Blue Chew. But if you take it and you want to take your, like, if you're level, like, if you're 80%, let's go right up to 98. You, you, raise you, the also, bar. you also don't want to leave a, you know, a bad impression on the first time. Because oh, yeah. not, we're not, we're not superhumans. You know? No, I mean, we're, we're regular people. You have off days. Oh, yeah. Even Steph Curry misses shots. But yeah. if you go on with the blue chew, it's almost like, you know, you increase your chances of leaving a good first impression. 100%. Yeah. You leave more in the first impression. You might you might leave a whole experience. Yeah, she will tell all her friends, and then they're gonna want to know what these clap cleats are about, and they want to know what blue chew is about. And the friends might also want to experience the blue chew. So what you do is, is just, don't even say anything to her friends. Just hand them a pair of clap cleats. Yeah, and say, hey, my place, three o'clock. Stop on by. <laughs> the cra- I just the name is so great to me. Clap cleats. Right. <laughs> it's so dumb. right. It's very. <laughs> yeah the clap cleats not, not to mention these socks should come with a pair of air, uh, uh, earplugs because you get about 50 percent more clap noises when you wear these Facts. these clap the clapping so loud mm-hmm. it goes it goes from right here this is this is where it's at now it's doing this oh my gosh just from the socks alone <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen if you want more clap right just look at this technology, bro. It's crazy. Look at the bottom of that sock. Yeah, on your toes, you got just traction right here. They don't slip and slide all over the place. No, nah, they don't, man. It's crazy. Yeah. This has been the this is the most <clears throat> innovative creation since the Wright brothers created uh, the plane. You a fool. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading this book, and I maybe uh, maybe too serious right now, but I'm reading this book about. Uh, or I'm listening to this book about marketing, and it talks about how. Um, the best way to market an item is to be first. Wow. So, you know, it talks about like how even even if you're not first, you could kind of like pivot right. to make it sound. So, you know, uh, say there's like computers that are already invented. If somebody came out with like the mini computer or you right. know, the pocket computer and branded it that way, even though it could be a, a tablet or a phone, right. but if they brand it that way, it's the first of that kind. And then yes. you could kind of take ownership of that uh yeah of that market this company is the steve jobs of sex socks yeah 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 i don't want to get biblical but you know referencing moses when he parted the red sea uh-huh they parted the red sea of sex socks 
<laughs> okay. It's crazy. Shout out to Moses, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you hanging him up there? Yeah. You got to keep that. Let, let, let him see the socks, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They ain't got nowhere else. They ain't got nowhere to hang him, you know? So... Some there, clap so. cleats, man. I want to. I really want to know people's experience with the clap cleats. I do. I do. For all, any of you married people that listen to the podcast, hey, make it make it a point of emphasis to mm-hmm. to get on down and do it. And remember, I say this once again before we end this this conversation. Head on down to clapcleats.com and use discount code trucker sixty nine for fifteen percent discount. Mm-hmm. Trucker sixty nine. You know, we want to make them a part of our family, you know, for a long time to come. So head on down. It helps them. It helps us. Let's get into the topic. Hold on real Wait, quick. Uh-oh. That's a, that's a little uh, QR code. Let me it's see a QR that. code there? Yeah. On the package it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's on this one, too. Hold on. There's some audio. Let me see if I can play it. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. What's going on, fellow Clapleet? You sexual beast. You understood the assignment. That's why you bought these cleats. First, we want to say thank you for purchasing this product. Second, it could take a little bit of time to put these on compared to a regular sock. So just some tips. You want to start with the big toe, then the second big toe, followed by the pinky, and then the other two toes will take care of themselves. In addition to that, we gave you um, some alcohol wipes so that if you ever feel like the grip is starting to lose it or you're collecting a little bit of particles on the bottom, just some alcohol wipes or hand sanitizer, and the grip comes back with the fury to give you that traction for Whoa. the action. Um, a last thing about uh, maintenance is you can wash this like any other sock. However, you don't want to dry it on high heat because of the polymer grips at the bottom. So you want to either tumble low dry or air dry it. And uh, stay tuned because the next project is our thigh high no slide socks that go all the way up above the knees. And they will have grips not just on the bottom, but on the knees. And there will be padding at the knee location. So uh, wow. this will help for that late night fun. And that should be ready before Valentine's Day. So keep an eye. Stay tuned to our news letter and so we start uh putting it out thank you thanks for joining the family all right clap cleats let's give them a clap all right <laughs> you wear these you might extend your family yeah you might somebody getting pregnant it's gonna be a lot of nuts being busted in that house <laughs> <laughs> all right that's pretty dope man all right yeah shout out to clap cleats yeah, the clap thanks cleats, for the yo. socks all right all right um let's get right into it um recently um, there was some tainted pan uh, t- pancakes, tainted cupcakes. Very unfortunate and fucked up story about this teacher that did some really horrible shit. All right, ex teacher accused of serving semen laced pan uh, cupcakes, sentenced to forty one years in prison. A disgraced former Louisiana teacher accused of dozens of sex crimes, including feeding semen laced cupcakes to her students has been sentenced to 41 years behind bars. Man, this is anticlimactic coming off that clock cleats to this. Yeah. Fuck. Anyways, um, (laughs) um, on Monday, uh, Cynthia Perkins, 36 years old, accepted a plea deal and pleaded guilty to a second-degree rape. Wow. Um, Production of child pornography and conspiracy of mingling harmful substances. Following sentencing Friday, she will spend the next 41 years of her life behind bars. 40 of which offer no possibility of parole. Perkins was facing 72 charges of various sex crimes 
And by taking this plea, she guaranteed to testify against her ex, Dennis Perkins, a former deputy. She filed for divorce in 2019. A current lawsuit against Dennis Perkins and the Livingston Parish school system alleges Cynthia Perkins' videotape Dennis supplying semen that was used to adulterate cupcakes that were later served to children. Holy fuck. The indictment alleges semen was mixed into both pastries and energy drinks before being served to victims. Fuck, who puts cum in energy drinks? God damn. <laughs> um, Fox News reports that cupcake <laughs> distribution is one of the one of the crimes to which Cynthia Perkins has pleaded guilty. Details of sexual assault allegations can be found in the 44-page indictment that was filed in December 2019. Yo, this goes to show you the same professions that we look at and say, you know, it's a teacher. You know, my kids should be safe with this teacher, whatever. I mean, it kind of it kind of shows that this can happen to anyone. And then the guy is a deputy. This dude's shooting loads and cupcakes that are fed to kids. And he is a deputy. Yeah. So I, I know a lot of people say, you know, it's just a few bad apples. It's not really like this is why I say you shouldn't say that. I'm not saying that most cops are bad or good. I'm saying that all of them are 100 percent human. Mm-hmm. And what happens is humans can be capable of anything. Mm-hmm. And this guy is supposed to protect and serve. And then she's a teacher, a fucking deputy and a teacher were shooting loads in cupcakes. They fed the kids. Fuck. Yeah. No one is safe anymore. Yeah. And then there was a the there, there was a teenage there was another woman recently that got in trouble for having sex with multiple teenage boys. Mm-hmm. So it's like fuck, man. Mm-hmm. These kids can't win for losing. Yeah. I, I, I the cupcakes thing is a headline just because it's so jarring. But actually, that's probably like the least craziest thing that was she was indicted on because yeah. with the child pornography and. It had what else, what else on there, like rape or something like that? Yeah, but I think it was embedded in the charge. Yeah. I, I think it was considered a sex crime because you use semen and cupcakes. That's, that's not ch- What I'm saying is that's not child pornography. Though. No, 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 but it's a yeah. sex crime still. That That's fine. What I'm saying is like- No, it's this, not fine, Keith. The other stuff that was <laughs> that went along with that yeah. is, to, in my eyes, much worse than cum and cupcakes. Dude, like, that's terrible. That's worse. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm saying right. raping somebody is much worse than putting cupcake. I mean, putting cum in cupcakes. I don't think you can. I don't. I don't even know if these should be compared. But they're all. What I'm saying is they're all together. But they use the headline of cum cup cum cakes because it was just. It's a jarring. Yeah, I get it's it. just like it's but like, like startling. Like, are we gonna sit here and say like getting stabbed five times is like worse than getting stabbed ten times? Yeah. <laughs> you still got stabbed. It is less. It is. I mean, I think you know. Yeah. If less. somebody wanted to stab me ten times, or if I had a choice, like, hey, you getting stabbed ten times or five? I might say five. Yeah. Five dollar foot long. Remember that commercial yeah. Subway? Yeah. I don't know why I thought about that right now. This nigga hungry. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a hell yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. This but shit. yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. this is why I think this. That's uh. People are sick. That's I think that's the thing that I'm realizing more and more when you just hear these different stories. It's a lot of uh, like people that aren't mentally well, and right. for whatever reason, I don't know what the reason was for her to to do this, but that some way, shape, or form probably made her feel good to go to school and to serve these kids. That's like disgusting. These cum, these cum cakes, and yeah. My question is, how do they? How does this? How do? How do you find this out? though i don't know i have no idea Mm -hmm. i i I just it's just 
as a collaborative, they came together to be one weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Like, me coming in these cupcakes, mm-hmm. like I, it's just so weird to me. It's it's just it's just like every day I'm hearing these things and it it all points to like mentally ill people. Yeah, it's definitely mentally ill people. Mm-hmm. But it also makes me not want to eat people's food. Yeah. It's like we're having a banquet Saturday. Everybody bring your I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I don't want none of these uh fucking uh I don't want no salad with this. I don't know what's what kind of dressing is this? Yeah. You know, what are you putting in this fucking shit? What if that was just punishment for the kids being bad? <laughs> Timmy, <laughs> sit down. These badass kids. I get it. <laughs> I told you to sit down. You're in attention, buddy. Oh man, they that th- that's how she got him because she was uh, giving them. Um, she was rewarding them for bad behavior. That's when y'all should have known something was up. Because Timmy is in the back talking the whole time, probably cussing her out. And she's like, hey, Timmy, I know you're talking over me and you're not paying attention, but do you want a cupcake? He should have knew right there. Should have known. Yeah. You know? Yeah, should have known. That's not no. That's not cream filling, Timmy. <laughs> Golly, man. What a fucked up thing to do. Yeah. Especially like, if they liked it, too. That'd be wild. Yeah, that's, totally, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. And semen, only, the only place semen belongs is in a condom. Or in your girlfriend's mouth. But besides that, nowhere else. It's not in food. Not in food. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, a lot of women would disagree with that. They'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, not in my mouth. Yeah. You got to get over yourself. (laughs) It's 2022. (laughs) If you want to keep a man, you got to start sucking some cum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Dang, that's, oh, man. I bet a lot of the women, women viewers just... The listeners just tuned out. It's like, you know what? I'm done with Eddie and Keith. They're trying to tell women to swallow that stuff. That's terrible. It's too salty. I can't do it. Yeah, that's wild. I guess there's some low sodium options out there. That's funny because I can remember like 2011, 2012. There were a lot of studies that had came out about, you know, cum makes your teeth whiter and, you know, it's oh, yeah. yeah, all these supposed to make you like women's nails and stuff, whatever, stronger. Yeah. I don't know how many of them really believed that. I think it was a man that wrote that article. Oh, of course. Yeah. He's probably trying to convince his wife to swallow his cum. Yeah. And then she was like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, I got something for you. (laughs) (laughs) New York Times. (laughs) Swallowing cum can extend life for two more years. These studies, a lot of these studies don't be that legit, though. No, nah, they. That's don't. why I don't really believe everything online because somebody could test ten people, you know, and then they have this grandiose. When a study of forty people, be like, yo, it's millions of people out here in the world. It's gonna be somebody like, just put it in a cupcake. <laughs> that's crazy. That's like it's, it's almost the same difference as somebody eating a weed brownie. Mm-hmm. Like they like they don't want to just eat weed because mm-hmm. I guess weed is not edible. Mm-hmm. So instead of eating weed, they rather put it in a cupcake or a fucking mm-hmm. in a brownie or something. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never. Well, one, I've never smoked weed, but two, I've never eaten an edible or anything. Yeah. But I, first of all, I feel like that shit would fuck me up bad. <laughs> I heard the edibles are very strong. Yeah, they be saying like people don't really know how to, you know get the recipes right a lot of the time yeah. so they'd be putting too much thc in there and whatnot yeah Crazy. i was like fuck i think my some. sister had a gummy bear like an edible 
And she's like, you want to try one? I was like, hell no, I want to eat that. Yeah. That's the, fu- did, that's did the funny part. Yeah, yeah, she offered me one like we regularly smoke together. Yeah, like, I never smoke weed ever. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know you want one of these, little bro. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, no. I guess you got You look like a person that smokes. Like, yeah, you, you look like you partially could be Jamaican. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> come, ke- come, cupcakes, man. <laughs> Semen all over the place. <laughs> You, hey, do you remember um, what was the lady's name? She was Jamaican. Uh, Cleo, Miss Cleo, mm-hmm. call me now for your free reading. Yeah, and then like people will call that fucking number and they'd be like, "I think my husband's cheating on me." The tarot cards tell me your husband is having an affair. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, he's cheating with another woman. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Cleo. I needed to hear that. Then somebody else call. I think my wife is cheating on me. Wait a minute. The tarot cards are telling me multiple things now. What's yeah. the What's the last time you seen your brother? <laughs> uh, probably about two years ago. Um, your brother was actually in your house. He's in your, house with, <laughs> he's in your home with your wife right now. The tarot cards are telling me he put on clap cleats and he's fucking your wife. <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> they ate jerk chicken together. <laughs> Oh man. The tarot cards tell me your husband is a part of the Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cool runnings, three looking ass. Remember that movie Cool Runnings? Mm-hmm. That's a good film, man. Yeah, it's, I think um it's funny too because uh the, the way that they kind of found um bobsledding. Uh we were, remember after the fight we were in here watching uh some of the bobsledding? Oh yeah, yeah, and it, they were basically saying the same thing. Like such and such used to be a you know a pentathlete, or they used to run a hundred meters and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think they, I think they just qualified. Like they, their bobsled team ain't very good. In Jamaica, yeah, it's not mm-hmm. very good. Jamaica, yeah, that was a one of like a one off thing. That's not a regular thing. I think that might have been the first time they actually uh, had a team when that movie came out. I think I think they're in the Winter Olympics now. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Ah, it's not worth looking up. But yeah. <laughs> that I think whenever you see Jamaica in a bobsled, those are just two things that don't fucking like you're not used to seeing. Yeah, we don't really mix those together. Yeah. We think true. about track when we think about Jamaica. Can you imagine that bobsled going down that thing super fast? Mm-hmm. You see a bunch of smoke flying out of the bobsled? Yeah, man. <laughs> no, they be flying down there. They be flying down fast, but you hear the music coming out all slow. We're jamming. <laughs> I want the jamming with you. I shot the sheriff. <laughs> Rastafari. There's gonna be some people that some we pissing out some Jamaicans, man. I listened to your podcast the other day. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, unfortunately, this is a story and a headline. So, folks, the next time somebody has some big party or food, I mean, even if they're not shooting loads of of semen in the food, they could have bugs, roaches, or maybe we don't know what their kitchen looks like. Sometimes people have horrific kitchens or really bad, crazy situations where they might have salmonella or I don't know what. Yeah. You never know, man. The, the yeah. funniest shit, and this is the God's honest truth. Shout out to Charlamagne. Many, many years ago, and probably I say this is about eight years ago, mm-hmm. we had a potluck at my old job. This is before I was truck driving. Mm-hmm. And we, we all brought stuff to the potluck, right? 
And this one dude, I guess he was broke or I don't know what, but he brought a box of generic Cheerios with milk to a potluck. To a potluck. What's wrong with what's wrong with him? I don't know what the That's fuck. That's mental illness. We all sat there like, what the fuck is this cereal here? And it was what? it just said like honey honey O's. It didn't even, it wasn't even Cheerios or nothing. It had like a bear as a cartoon character. Wait, nobody claimed it. No, he did. He I said c- he brought it. He just brought the fucking cereal and the milk. What are you he didn't bring doing? No, he didn't bring no bowls, nothing. What are you doing? And then the milk wasn't even in the refrigerator. You bought milk and just sat on the table. Some warm milk. Oh my god, dude. That's wild. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Some I see some of you guys on social media though. You guys, some of you guys have some bomb ass potlucks at your jobs and whatnot. Everybody, <laughs> I, everybody in the background, be big. He, I think, <laughs> I think what we got to start doing is make sure the whomever brought said food tries it first. Yeah, because if they're not trying it, then it might be you know it might be either nasty or it might have some cum in it. Oh no! Yeah, I mean, but that doesn't mean if they brought <clears throat> if they was the one busting it, they probably be eating it. You busting? You eating your own cum? I mean, hey, that's them. They the ones putting it in there. Yeah. They the ones that make sense of it. Yeah, yeah. I seen some people bring some weird shit. They bring like a hot dog casserole or some shit. Hot dog casserole. It'll be like a that? bunch of little chopped up hot dogs, and and it'll be like macaroni salad mixed in. It's like, dude, only this shit makes sense to you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't try to make a delicacy out of hot dogs. Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. So some bread. So that's pretty much it. When you grow up poor, there's no such thing as hot dog buns. Everything is just fucking sliced bread. Yeah, for sure. Whether you're eating burgers, hot Hamburger. dogs, sandwiches, mm-hmm. you only use that regular bread. Yeah. Yeah. Bread is bread to niggas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. All right, enough of this. Switching gears. Kanye West documentary. Um, I watched this documentary recently, and it's just the part one that I've seen. And what I think is pretty awesome about it is the unwavering belief that he had within himself, but more like more wait, wait, wait! Before you get into your your opinion, just kind of a brief overview of what happened on the first episode. <clears throat> okay, on the first episode, uh, basically it shows Kanye uh, more or less being affiliated with you know certain artists such as Mace and other people that he produced for, but he was only known for making beats. He wasn't Talib. he wasn't known for anything mm-hmm. else at that time. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about 1999. Mm-hmm. So in 1999, Kanye West was just known as the the nerdy kind of quiet dude that was making he beats. Just make the hardest beats. He just make dope beats, and people loved him for that, mm-hmm. right? And that was just his identity for a while. But deep down inside, he wanted more. He just he wanted to get his foot in the door. Yeah. So as time progressed, he wanted to be taken seriously more as an artist. Mm-hmm. But nobody really was trying to hear that shit. They basically had just pushed him into a corner and said, "Hey." Keep them beats coming, dog. Keep them beats coming. Like when he would try to rap or something, they'd be like, oh, okay, that's dope. Hey, but let me know when you make some beats, though. Like, Mm -hmm. no one really gave a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody in the thing introduced him as a producer. Right. Pharrell, like Pharrell was in there. He like, yo, he one of the dopest producers out here. He even had to introduce himself to Pharrell. That's how little known he was. Yeah. Like, hey, my name is Kanye West. And then he's like, say something to the camera. Pharrell was like, yo, this one of the hardest producers out here. Y'all watch yeah. out for him. You see Beyonce back there with those crazy looking braids she had? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Beyonce and, Beyonce and Jay-Z been like in cahoots for a minute. Yeah, they've been in yeah, they've been yeah. a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that one, that probably was, that was 2000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was around 2000. They were on the Rockefeller tour. Yeah. But they weren't they weren't officially together. 
They was talking though. Yeah. She wouldn't be there if they weren't. <clears throat> right. You know. She was young too. Mm-hmm. So I say, pff, how old is Beyonce? Wait, what year was that? That that one that one was like two thousand. Cause that's the tour. That same tour that came to Rival Bank, right? No, 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 no. That was the Hard Knock Life tour. Oh, okay. Hard Knock that Life was tour a... was in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, people. A lot of people don't know this, but the biggest, literally the biggest rap tour or just tour in general to ever come to Bakersfield was in nineteen ninety nine. It was called the Hard Knock the Hard Knock Life tour, and that tour had everybody on it. And back then, it was called Centennial Gardens. And yeah. Centennial Garden, um, they basically, in, in that one group of rappers, it was Eve, DMX, Method Man, Red Man, Jay-Z, um, Ja Rule. DMX? I already said DMX. Oh, okay. And <clears throat> I forgot who else, but that was a massive fucking mm-hmm. tour that went everywhere. If you go on Google, it'll show you all the different cities and states that they went through, but it was a massive. And... They stopped through at Bakersfield because Bakersfield is is basically one of the biggest uh, metropolitan cities in California. Mm-hmm. So they stopped through. Yeah. But since then, they haven't had, haven't had, uh, you know, a, well, we've had big acts here. Yeah. But fuck that. That's that. That was massive. You got to remember yeah. Jay Z. And it was a hip hop tour. Yeah, it was a tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess Snoop Dogg is coming here soon. Really? Yeah. I guess he's supposed to be stopping here soon at the. What's it? What's it called now? It's not Robber Bank no more. What the fuck is it called? Mechanics now? Bank. Yeah, he's supposed to be stopping at, at, at the at Mechanics Bank. Hmm, that'd be dope. Yeah, but some people, some people's like, I want to go, but Bakersfield people don't know how to act or whatever. It's Rob. It's not. What well, I'm gonna call it? Robber Bank. Forget Mechanics Bank. But it's right. it's Robber Bank though. It ain't. It ain't as like I don't know. But it is Bakersfield. People be acting weird. Yeah. Um, I still think it's gonna be packed. People are gonna talk all that <laughs> shit about how they're not gonna go, but it's new dog, bro. Come on. Yeah. I also think just like experience stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? People be it's drama everywhere. Right, right. You know, especially at certain concerts, it'd be like, you know, people that be beefing and they showing up to the same concert, but it's Snoop Dogg. Like he's a legend. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's gonna be a the 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 Snoop Dogg is gonna bring a lot of different age groups there. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be people there in their fifties. It's gonna be people there in their thirties. It's mm-hmm. gonna be some people there in their twenties. In their twenties, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I think of, I think another dope uh, concert or like somebody else to be like a plus plus one or two would be like E forty for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, E forty has a he probably has the most wide gap of um, of people who listen to his music. Mm-hmm. But let's not veer too much off of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye West. Great documentary. Basically, like I mentioned, started off as mainly a producer, wanted to be taken more seriously as an artist. Um, He went through a lot of rejection um, so far on this documentary. Um, He tried his hardest to play music for people or different music execs or whatever, and they kind of tuned him out a little bit, didn't really show him anything. And the same album that he released is one of the best hip-hop albums ever. People fronted on him. They didn't want to give him a look as an artist. They just wanted to put him in a box. And you could what what I took away from it was, you know, a lot of us, if we're creating things such as this podcast, like me and Keith work with this belief that this will be one of the top podcasts in America, at least top 300 to 500. Right. And there's there's tons of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to believe that or or else. Why are you even fucking doing it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you can look at the defeat on Kanye's face at some points. 
like he just felt really discouraged mm-hmm. you know especially when people like didn't really give him no energy towards what he was doing and as a creator of content or music you could have imposter syndrome like man i don't think i'm gonna make it man like i don't know i don't know you know when your numbers start going down or you know, people not giving you a look. It's really easy to give up on yourself. But I think you got to work with the reality at some point that I'm going to die. Like, I'm going to die one day. And and me not exhausting everything within myself would be a disservice to me. So let's just fucking keep going. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Let's, let, me just, let me just put everything on the line and see how far I can go with this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if I, if I don't do this, if I just give up on this, I'm accepting a life that I don't want. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't just be working for somebody my whole life. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't I can't just, you know, forget about what my dream was. Another thing I loved about it, too, was the fact that the unwavering belief that Kanye's mother had in him, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure that when she passed, he really missed that a lot. Yeah. Um. She she was reciting his lyrics back to him. She was remembering songs that he created that he didn't even remember. He forgot some of the lyrics. Yeah. The songs, and yeah. I think the way. Kanye's belief system and why he believes in himself the way he does is from his mom. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the stuff he's doing now is weird. Like the, you know, but he has mental illness also. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Kanye, the things he said back then, especially when he, he got that MTV interview, he was talking some real shit. He said, "Yo, you know," he basically saying like he doesn't have to rap about destruction. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to rap about drugs or. All this other stuff, he, he could rap about something else. Yeah. You know, and he says, I, I have the belief in myself that I'm going to make it work. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I was like, man, this is really commendable. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was so, I felt genuinely sad for him when he's walking into, he like telling, shout out to Cootie too, who's a person that had like, yeah, the video, you know, the cool. person that believed in him and gave up his whole, you know, comedic career he to did. follow Kanye West around. That's crazy. Yeah. And, um, you know, when Kanye West walks through the Rockefeller um, offices, he like, yo, follow me with the camera. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to start, I'm going to just play the music for everybody. And then he walk into one office and the girl is just on the phone, not really paying him no attention. And then he walk into another office, he cut off the music that I was playing and, you know, the girl's not really paying him no attention. She heard one of the lines and she was like, what? Like, you said that? Like, did you hear what he just said in the song? Right. And he just looking there like so discouraged. Somebody else walks in while he's playing his song and then they just completely, you know, not even paying attention. And mind you, this is all falls down. Like, you know what I mean? One of, you know, the great, one of his best songs that he's ever made. And um, they just, they just giving it no mind. He just, it was almost like, like he was invisible, you know what I mean? Walking through those offices. And that was, the, that I think that was a common, the common theme that I seen where it was almost like he was, he just wasn't being acknowledged at all. Like he was, it was a moment where he shook, he was at a, I don't know what party it was, but he was, he was at a party with Jay-Z. And you got to think now they got Watch the Throne. They done right. been on tour together. They got albums. They got songs. He done, you know, they done produced at the highest level. Um, but at that moment, he just like, not that Jay-Z shrugged him off, but it was just like, yo, what's up? Like, I know who you are. You know who I am. Right. But we not like chopping it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just kind of moved on. And it's so crazy to think that the guy that, you know, you know, fought so hard just to to be where he is and the guy that accomplished so much with Jay-Z and Beyonce was like at one point just a guy. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, just that 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 unwavering belief. I think the thing that I took away the most too is like, no matter how much we faith we have in ourselves on this journey, um, it also takes a small at, at least a small tribe. You know what I yeah. mean? It takes at least a couple people that kind of like can pick you up when you not doing so well. So, you know, in terms of Kanye West, that was Cootie for sure. Most um, deaf. His mom, uh, most deaf. And then probably Tyler. Tyler and there was another guy that he mentioned. Um, he mentioned on his Instagram that he said didn't make the cut, but you know, just a small select people like his mom, like you said, reciting lyrics that he forgot, you yeah. know, just telling him like giving him like <clears throat> tips on just his character as saying like, you know, you're not arrogant, you know, you just like, you need that certain level of confidence and stuff like that. And she was just like a, like a very warm person. Yes, like she, she could tell she was just very sweet. Like she genuinely cares about him and almost like his temperament, that, that bravado and that like confidence that he had, like you could tell he almost turned into a boy again when he's around his mom. With his mom, yeah. Yeah. So that was just crazy. And just to, you know, just to think like to cause we know where he, you know, we know he's at the the pinnacle of hip hop. But just to think like this is where he started. He started like making beats and and he and he he and he also paved a way. Not that he was the first producer slash rapper, but he almost paved a way in a new era of like you know, more of a conscious or like backpack rapper right. that was also a producer. Like he, he reached the pinnacle of producing right. and then he decided that he also wanted to rap or maybe it was, you know, the other, the other way around or, you right. know, the beats probably just took off first, <laughs> but he just fought so hard to, uh, to be taken serious as a rapper. And even, even the, um, the moment when he brought Scarface into the studio. Yes, yeah, Star yes, yeah, Scarface. And he of. played he played Jesus Walks for him and he was like, Yo, that's too hard. <laughs> like the beat is too hard. Like I don't I can't even rap on that. And then he played him uh he played him uh He said, All oh, this shit dope, man. This is dope. But then he just he didn't come back to the studio. Yeah, he never he sent he I forgot what other song he played for him, but um yeah, he just left the studio. He gave him the beats on the CD, and then he just did. But Kanye West, it's funny because when you look at it, it seemed like he didn't give it that much energy. But Kanye West was like, yo, like he asked to hear me rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was like the little juice he needed like yeah. to, to to take on you know, the rest he, of the he said, He said, he said, yo, he said, I didn't get Basically, he said, one of my favorite rappers is like, yo, this shit crazy. That's all I needed. Mm-hmm. So he found a way to make the negative a positive. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the best way. That's what keeps you interested. That's what keeps you, that keeps you going. You know, I think for us and, and with this platform, the unsolicited support that we get from people, I had somebody hit me. They was like, yo, I love listening to you at work or whatever. And I was just like, I, I take these things very seriously and I appreciate them because I feel like these type of comments or th- this type of support from the people, um, it goes a long way. If you do a imagine if you did a podcast for four years, you never got one inbox, you never got one like, you never got one comment, you never got nothing. You got nothing. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you got one listen per episode for four years. That's crazy. Well, I'm gonna cut you off right here. But what one thing that we have to do, stop doing as content creators, is telling people what to do with your content. That's a good point, yeah. You don't see a guy like Blast, like, hey, go share my song. Or you don't see, you know, Russ, you know, saying like, hey, guys, I dropped a new song, make sure you share it with your friends. You know what I mean? It's like, 
when when it's when it's genuine, that's that's the best uh yeah. the best place it could come from. Like if 100%. I genuinely like your song, I might shoot it to Eddie. And it may not even be a public thing. I don't think yeah. it always needs to be like on my you know, on my Instagram or whatever. Like, but if yeah. I'm sharing your content to my friend in the inbox, it may not even reach, you know, your eyes in any right. type of way, but just know that like it's getting shared through, yeah. you know, the atmosphere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Keith switched gears on it. Like we were, he just switched gears and brought, I don't think you. Yeah. That was just like a slight tangent, but it's it just tangent. reminded me of, you know, what, you know. Yeah. It wasn't in correlation with what I was saying, but it's the true, it's the same thing. It's a, it's a good point to make. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, for example, I seen this guy's song on Instagram. Like he had a paid advertisement, and I was like, "This shit is fucking dope." What mm-hmm. I've been doing too, because I feel like a lot of content creators need this, but I'm never going to inbox somebody where I don't really like their content just to say something nice. Uh, but this dude posted this video, and it was really dope. And I was like, "Fuck!" I inbox him. I say, "Hey man, I just seen your ad pop up, dude. This is a dope ass song. I've been mm-hmm. I've been looping this shit for a while." And I, and he was like, "Oh, for sure, man." He's like, "Oh, thanks." Hey, make sure to listen to the old the whole album though. I'm <laughs> this like, is such a turnoff. It's a turnoff, like motherfucker. Don't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, folks, you need to understand something. Any form, any form of support you get, take it, say thank you, and be genuine and move on. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Stop trying to basically tell people what they need to do with your shit Mm -hmm. because you need to understand where you are and where you exist where you exist as a content creator you're not drake you're not jay-z you're not any of these people the only reason why they get away with giving any directions is because they have social proof social proof and many years of creating hit songs so if they say hey i want you to listen to this music i want you to roll the windows down and, and drive down on the highway it's some people that will literally drive on Highway 99 with the windows rolled down because Jay-Z told you to do it. Mm-hmm. You, As a content creator, bro, you don't have that power. Mm-hmm. No, like you need to know your place. Yeah. And your place is, I'm going to put out as much dope shit as I can. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That is all you can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All, all me and Keith do and all we've been doing and we watch the numbers grow exponentially over the years. All we do is release content. We don't try to force it on anybody. And at at one time, I was sending links to people many years ago. At least, oh, man, it's almost three years since I've sent anybody the links in their inbox. But Mm -hmm. I used to send links to people because I wanted people to listen. Like, I felt like me and Keith had so much great insight and so many things to say. I was like, fuck, people need to listen. So I was sending inboxes to like 75 or over 100 some people every week of new content. I never told them what to do. I never said, go here. I never said, hey, you got to listen to this. This is the best thing you ever heard. I never said that. All I did is I sent them that link with no instructions. And if they and if they ever get around to listening, that'll be great for me and Keith. If they don't listen, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. You know, but what happened is I stopped sending people links and I just start, you know, releasing content. And that's all we did. And those numbers just started going up. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because I stopped. They did what? What did the huh? What did the numbers do? I made a noise. I just made now. <laughs> what did it do? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to entertain you, Keith. Okay, I'm not entertaining what you're trying to do to me right now. <laughs> Fucking Jamaican. Go back to Jamaica, Keith. Go back to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah um but yeah I, I think what happened is is I, t- I talked about this before i feel like i believe in our content enough to say that 
if I've sent you links and you never listen at all. Let's say I sent you links for 15 to 17 weeks and you never listened to it and I stopped sending it to you. Let's just say one day you click on one link and it's probably, I don't know, two, two to four months later. That one time that you listen, I've got you now. Mm-hmm. Now you've taken your own time to listen and say, hey, Eddie and Keith actually aren't bad. They actually get, they're actually talking about something that's pretty funny. Let me go listen to another one. Yeah. And now you're going back and you're binge listening to other content only because you've invested time on your own time. Mm-hmm. Not because Keith told you, hey, go listen to the other podcast. Not because Eddie told you, hey, you need to do this. I can't give you directions. Who the fuck am I? Some of our biggest fans are people that just found it because right. you know, we just maybe posted a uh, a post hey episode such and such is out yep and some people just went and found it or they hit the yep. link in my bio whatever the case may be yeah and now they listen every week so yeah 100 percent. you you have to understand as a content creator or musician how big of a deal it is that people show you respect and they love your content even though you're not some big main main frame or yeah main artist or content creator it should end at that yeah. there was another guy that i seen on this podcast and he was talking about um I don't want you to forget your point. We're talking about Scarface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there was another guy that was on um, this music podcast, and he was, and I mentioned this to you before, too, where where he was talking about, like, he almost uh, felt disrespected that somebody would inbox him and say, like, hey, your song is dope. Like, this is fire. He, He felt disrespected because he believed that they should share it on their story or share it with a friend or something like that. But in my mind, that's like, like, like you, your head is too big. Yes, it For is. me personally, anybody that ever said any congratulatory thing, hey, this is dope, whatever, any piece of content, if you liked, even if you just liked it, right? Um, even if you just listened to it, exactly. um, is amazing to me. Like I don't, right. I, I'm not the person out here like preaching like, hey, you guys need to post my uh, whatever, whatever on your timeline or on your story. Because sometimes people post things and I, I don't even see it. Right. Because sometimes people can share your uh, your post and you may not know until you look at the analytics. Yeah. Or like sometimes if I'm scrolling through people's story, they'll have shared my post and I'm like, dang, I didn't even know they shared it. Thank you. Right. Um, so it's just like me, me personally, man, anybody that ever you know, took the time out of their day, like, cause time is extremely valuable. 100%. So if you're taking time out of your day, especially with all the content that's out in the world, it's probably a billion uh, videos on YouTube. It's probably hundreds yes. of thousands of podcasts out there. It's hundreds of exactly. hundreds of millions of songs on Spotify. Like, you know, just taking your time out of, it, out of your day to right. listen to our podcast or listen to whatever we got whether it's a freaking tampico ad that we just made up like yeah. i appreciate all of it man. yeah you're listening to over 90 you mean it's out of <laughs> out of a 24-hour day you took 90 to 120 minutes out of your day to you know listen to two guys from bakersfield california that to speak their mind that that's a big deal mm-hmm. and i don't want to keep reiterating the same points but i just want a lot of content creators slash musicians to understand that before you, you know, say like, oh, that's not support. If you ain't sharing my music, like, first of all, stop living with this expectation. Just yeah. focus on doing the work. Mm-hmm. Do the work. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's one thing. Do the work. And the rest should take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, too. The same people that listen, they may not share the podcast one time. But those are the same people that be like, hey, my favorite podcast is the Trucker's Mind podcast. You should check them out sometime. Yeah, That's more effective than a share. 
Yeah, because people don't care, bro. Like yeah. on, on Instagram, like it's not like you sharing something on your story is going to really get people to go no. look at whatever. Not, Some, yeah. Sometimes, obviously, people going to click on it and see what's up, but that personal connection yeah. is much more valuable. 100%. Than, you know, if I sent. If I text Eddie a song or he texts me a song, that's much more valuable in the grand scheme of yeah. things than sharing something on your story. Yeah, it is because you share it on the story. You have to understand how many distractions <clears throat> exist on social media, right? You might be swiping through stories, swiping through them. You just see a link and you don't care. I've done it. I've, well, I've seen somebody promoting some friend's business and I didn't hate it or anything, but I just swiped through it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, a lot of times I'll look at it and be like, oh, what is this? And I'll click on it. You know, but for, I don't click on every single one. It would occupy too much of my time. You also have to care about the person. Hundred percent. Right? There's a lot of people we be having on social media that we just don't care about right. their opinion. True. So you know, if it's somebody that I actually care about their musical opinion, I may click on whatever it is. But yeah, sometimes you just got just people on there. Yeah, yeah. So for all of those man, there, there are people that listen all the time to this podcast or other podcasts, and they don't share it all the time. They mm-hmm. just. People consume content differently. Yeah. Right. So since they, however you consume, if you've ever shared our content with, via social media, thank you. If you've never shared it but you listen every week, thank, thank you. you. If you if you listen and you mention it personally to other friends, thank you. Has McDonald's ever said like, "Hey guys, come to McDonald's and then also tell the world that you have McDonald's right. today"? They don't need you to do that. Yeah, it doesn't work, dude. They don't, all they do is put them big golden arches out front, and you know what time it is. Yeah. You, you know that that two for 350 is still there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. If McDonald's stopped making commercials, I don't think it would affect anything. I don't know. They're the biggest. Mm. They, they promote their, I think they sell them, I mean, they spend the most on marketing out of any fast food restaurant. But I wonder if they stopped. I mean, I, would I, I only say that because I think they're doing it for a reason. Because no one mm. wants to spend a billion dollars on marketing if you don't have to. But, but you got to think the way, the way they market is so much different, right? They're going to um, get a commercial. They're also going to sponsor uh, artists. You know what I mean? They're going to yeah. get a Saweetie meal. They're going to do True. Travis Scott. They're going to maybe get a, a, a thing inside of a football stadium. Yeah, but... Yeah, you're right. But guess who spends zero marketing dollars and they're very successful? Who's that? In and out. Yeah. In and out don't spend no marketing dollars. All they do is pop up on your ass. Mm-hmm. In and out is like the underground rapper of burgers in America. <laughs> That's true. They like they like they like Kendrick back in 2010. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The most underrated underground burger rapper ever, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, you know, everyone's different, though. I think that the thing that works for In and Out, um, it may not work for whatever other brand. That, that's a, the important thing too. Outside of like the hamburger discussion, like we are the way our podcast has grown, it may not actually work for anybody else that is trying to. True. You know, so you just you just kind of have to find what works for you. Yeah, I think that's the most. You think about thing. like, and we did this. We it was over over a week and some change. Yeah, it was well over a week. Me and like, well, I'll just be transparent. We were averaging over a thousand something listens on SoundCloud for over a week plus. Mm-hmm. This is without no like no real promotion. Mm-hmm. Just the word, like, not even the really. I guess you could say the word of mouth. Yeah, it's the people doing this. The people listening to this podcast is the one that's doing it. Yeah. 
like me and Keith ain't. I don't say we're not really doing a whole lot of heavy lifting. Yeah, we just showing up only when we work out. Yep. Yeah. All right, Keith. You tried to tell another joke and embed it within my conversation. Oh, I'm okay. starting to think you're not taking me seriously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but on this first episode um on there there's not a whole lot more to really cover but right now we've we've seen the prequel basically what, what, what let me summarize this this episode of kanye's documentary is basically the prequel to his career as an artist he, he starts off this whole journey of this um this documentary as a producer already he's already producing but you see Kanye West in his in his infancy, basically, mm-hmm. and I think it's pretty dope to catch this. I yeah. wish that wish there was more. There wasn't a whole lot on this episode, um, but what I can take away from it is his camera guy is, I mean, taking a leap of faith. I don't even think that really, really, I don't even properly describe what this man was doing. Yeah, that was just like he, beyond a leap of he, faith. Yeah, leap beyond faith. a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. He left. He I forgot where he was from, but he was he's from he, Chicago. The dude was. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought he yeah. was from somewhere else, but he he left and they went to New York together, right? Mm-hmm. That's funny. They um, one of the things too that I found funny was like his whole like braces journey. Yeah, like Ghostface was like, "Bro, what is? Did you just take Scar- this out Scarface? of your?" Yeah, no, Scar- Scarface is like, "Hey, man, what the fuck is that?" He's like, "My retainers, that shit ain't supposed to go there." Yeah, <laughs> he said it. I mean, he said it too. Like early on he was like the first thing i did when i got some money is get my teeth fixed yeah and um it's just it i think the in him being he, well he's probably what in his mid-20s then no he was younger he's younger oh yeah because kanye rose he's think he's 44 right now mm-hmm. i think he, i think he's 44 so um then he probably's in his early 20s early like 20s 20, 23 probably 22 23 22 yeah but just to be like that that almost you know, like thematically added this kind of youthfulness to him. Like, you know, the guy that is just like with the beats trying to, trying to get on with the, with the retainers in his mouth, talking all weird and slurring his speech because he got freaking retainers in. Yeah. Kanye West was driving a, a, back then a Nissan Maxima. That's a trip. And it was missing a hubcap. Really? You didn't see that when he was driving his mom? Mm -mm. He was driving his mom around and he had a freaking... What the hell? Chloe Kardashian shares pics from Girls' Day with True and Kanye. Who cares? People, a lot of people follow him so closely. Yeah, he's forty-four years old. Mm-hmm. So back then, they would make him in his twenties. He probably that was, oh shit, two thousand. That was twenty-two years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. He's roughly right around 20, twenty-two before. years old. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a trip, man. If you mm-hmm. document. I wonder if it would be pretty dope if we had somebody that would document our story. Mm-hmm. Especially when you believe in yourself, you get somebody to, you know, follow Keith around, talk to me, and we'll, you know, go months, years, whatever. And we could look back 10 to 15 years prior. Yeah. And have this story. You know, I've, I mean? I've definitely documented, like, I have some, like, footage on my hard drive. Not like, not like that, obviously, but just it's different like some, moments. Like some clap cleats footage. <laughs> hey, y'all, this is Erica. This is Erica. <laughs> I for sure got an OnlyFans where I'm like trying out the clap cleats. So. Man, that would be Only crazy. Fans. It's called OnlyFings. Only. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's hilarious with, with Keith is um, 
when uh, you look up kfings.com online, it pull up an Asian porn site. That's wild. I don't yeah. know what's going on. As soon as you open up the page, you're like, hold on, kfings. Ryukin. Kfings. That's crazy, man. Yeah. God damn. That's wild. Yeah, man. Shout you out know. to the shout out to all the Asian listeners. <laughs> I wonder if kfings means something. I, I don't know. That'd be interesting. Like, why is it kfings.com and it's straight porno on there? I don't know, man. But I know if you ever take a and, and if you ever take a trip out to China or something and ask for your name, they'll be they'll just probably arrest you because it's <laughs> a sick joke. <laughs> porno illegal here. You cannot come here. Porno illegal here. You cannot come here. <laughs> Crazy. You need to talk to somebody about this. This is not right. You cannot come here. <laughs> Crazy. This is why we don't like black into our country. <laughs> Did you see that video? Uh, oh yeah. Was it Chinese? Was it Chinese? Nigar. It was. They say, I don't. They were pronouncing it so wild. I forgot what. The, yeah, how it they was. Said it was like some athletes. I think mm. it was. Was it? Uh, it was in a, the Winter. It Olympics? was like the Winter Olympics. Yeah, and it was, it was some black athletes mm. like nigger, 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 nigger. Go back nigar, to nigger, nigger, nigger. <laughs> they, they were pronouncing nigger so bad that I might have walked by. I'm like, dang, they tripping. Yeah. Like, why are they yelling? Me, me and Keith just started laughing. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know why they was like, nigga, nigga, nigga. They was losing their shit over there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know, bro. It's just ignorance. Yeah. You know, ignorance exists everywhere. It's not. It's not something you know that's exclusive to any certain group of people. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Ignorance is. Charlamagne was. Charlamagne posted about it. He was laughing too. Yeah. It's just you can't even be mad at that. They, nah. One, you're not even pronouncing it great. So you know. yeah. Two, yeah. you probably don't even know what that means. One dude, one dude, kind of his English straightened up after a while. He's like, "Nigga, nigga, nigga, motherfucker!" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this guy, is, this guy is using Rosetta Stone over there." <laughs> we all know the cuss words and languages, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. But yeah. Uh, make sure you tune in to Kanye West. Even if you don't like Kanye West, you don't care for him. I think this would be a good documentary. Documentary to kind of, you know, um, uh, kind of catch the energy of Kanye West. I'd be wary of those people, though. Those like, not you don't even have like, I don't know those people that'd be like, ah, I don't like such and such. I don't like Kanye West. Like, I get it. You don't have to like Kanye. Though. You don't have to like him, but the reasoning be off for me sometimes. Yeah. But it'd be the same person that will support Donald Trump, though. So that's why I'd yeah. be like... I don't like Kanye. He's so full of himself. He's so arrogant. Oh, my God. He's so arrogant that he support Trump. Like, yeah. Um, China virus. Yeah. It's like, come on, dog. China. Yo, that's Trump. what I'm saying. It's not really like a real no. hate for Kanye. It's it'd just, be some subliminal it's, it's just It's just implicit bias. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's confirmation bias and implicit bias. Yeah. Is that you have to make things up. To reaffirm why you don't like someone, and it's bull- it's usually bullshit. Yeah, usually- I don't like Floyd Mayweather. He's too arrogant, and then freaking uh, was uh, Conor McGregor comes around. Yeah, Conor, Mc- yeah, Conor McGregor doing the same shit as Floyd. Yeah, except he dog. losing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, I can't stand Floyd. All he does is run. He just runs. Yeah, it's like you don't know boxing. The art of boxing is to hit and not be hit. Yeah, and I think Floyd has done that better than anybody else in the history of boxing. So yeah, you know. People be like, well, well, he can't read very good. You ever heard him read? And it's like, bro, you're looking for every reason not to like Floyd. You don't. First of all, you don't have to like Floyd, mm-hmm. but at least let your reason be real. It be legit. I need some. Let, I need a real reason. Let there. it be legit. If mm-hmm. it's legit, we're cool. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. 
He read a statement though about uh, uh, Antonio Brown. Sounded, oh, he did. Sounded really good. Yeah. Wow. He must have been practicing. Um, 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 um. See, see, um, um. Al Heyman, Al Heyman. <laughs> I, used to, I used to fight under that camp. And um, um. Okay, look, Antonio, uh, Antonio, but but cat. Nah, they did him so dirty on the Breakfast Club. I feel <laughs> oh, sorry for him. Charlemagne, where they was had him reading, spelling shit out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's fucked What's up. What's worse, that one or, uh, you know, the Webby one? Nah, I didn't see that. You never seen the Webby one? No. Nah. He was like Charlamagne. Gay. Oh, yeah. Angela G. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. That was, he was the first. He was one of the first artists on there. Yeah. He, Ray was, J, but, he was butchering them names. Yeah, Ray J was the first person ever on that show, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. Yeah. That is wild. <clears throat> Raycon, I mean Raycon. Ray J always got some shit going on. Every now and then, he just pop up in he some just, drama. He gonna pop up in a new sex tape. <laughs> yeah, supposedly there was another one out there that uh, Kanye West captured. What? Yeah, I guess it was a part two. What a Ray J? Ray J and Kim, yeah. Nah, That's man, part one was bad enough. Ain't nobody trying to watch that second one. Nah, that mug is. That mug is number one on Pornhub. No, it's not. Yeah, it's like the most, one of the most watched videos on there. Wow. Obviously, it's Kim, you know, it's just a celebrity, but not that it's Kim great. is so annoying on that porno. She's like, like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, Ray J. I don't know if I've ever watched it with the sound on. So oh I don't my know god, Ray J. Uh, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be so annoying having sex with somebody like that. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. Pete Davidson. Straight Valley girl. Pete Davidson probably the whole time he having sex with Kim, he just like, shut up. <laughs> oh my God, Pete. Oh my God. I love it. I just so hot to me, Keith. Oh my God, Keith. This <laughs> 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 Paris. Oh, she was a Paris Hilton's assistant at one mm-hmm. time. Dang. She got her she got her whole swag from uh Paris. That, yeah, that whole kind of like airhead yeah. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean that she's from LA though, right? Yeah. A lot of yeah. women a lot of women from LA more specifically, they have that weird accent. I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Like, you know, like I just wanna like hang out, like just vibe out, you know, mm-hmm. just hang out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, stop. <clears throat> yeah. And by the way, that's not a white girl thing. I know a bunch of black and Mexican girls. They live out in LA. They talk just like that. Yeah, some black girls that talk like They're that. Like, too. like I'm just so tired. I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. it's a chocolate Paris Hilton. What the fuck a is going on? Chocolate Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Paris Hilton had a little tape too. Oh, yeah, she had a porn one night. Too. One night in Paris. Yeah, terrible. I, I said that. that. Th- that's always my thing, man. Like we, unless you are intentionally putting stuff out and this is on the back of like the Pamela Anderson thing and then obviously yeah. Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton most of those things came out um, against their will right um, but I just like if you don't want something to come out like that you should probably just not record it at all Remember, yeah that's true not record it but if you're gonna record it always make sure that you're giving your best performance because if it get out yeah that's fine. you know what I'm saying if it get out you want to make sure that you're giving it your best shot yeah, you so, want to have some blue cleats. I mean, some so, clap cleats some on. Some clap cleats on and take some blue, some blue chew. chew, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can see that extra inch. Mm-hmm. No, that's facts. 
because the camera take two two inches off your dick. So yeah, you gotta. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. Especially the wide angle. Wouldn't that be fucked up? It's like if you actually you packing something down there and then you look on camera like, oh, why look Nigga, little? My meat looks small on camera. Dang. No, no, no. What if you really packing? But what? Like, let's say somebody. Um, let's say they 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 released it or they leaked it, mm-hmm. but they did some editing to it. <laughs> so they can, they can shrink your shit up. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Oh man, that'd be embarrassing. Somebody was uh, I was talking to somebody and they was low key breaking down the uh, the Isaiah Rashad thing. No, because I mind you, I seen it, but it was like I seen it like I seen it the maximum amount of time a heterosexual should be watching that kind right. of content. So yeah, it was right. like, oh dang, this is wild. Shoop, and then it was just it go turned it off. Yeah. But I guess it's some like some thing nail polish or some some type of thing that they relax and i guess it makes you high and it kind of relaxes you or something like what? that yeah who said that uh some somebody i was talking to they were talking about like how they could see it in the background like you know what? in the video like it was something that they inhale like i guess like for for guys to relax their like relax their body because you know they they got the whole like anal thing going on wow yeah so that was a little more information than we needed Hey man, it's Trucker's My Podcast. That ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a trip. What's what's hilarious though is they can what do they call that Photoshop. Mm-hmm. And if they Photoshop your shit and then they shrink it up, it'll yeah. be like instead of BBC, it'll be hashtag LBC. LBC. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a little black cock goes viral all over there. <laughs> Dang, that'd uh, be a whole new section in uh in Pornhub. Yeah, LBC. It'd be like Snoop Dogg first, and then like little Black Hawk next. <laughs> <to it. laughs> that'd be messed up. Be some big old buff strong dude <laughs> with a LBC yeah, hashtag LBC. LBC. Uh, We're gonna repurpose LBC by the end of the year. Uh, that'll be all bad. <laughs> uh, hey, y'all send a um hit uh hit Keith's inbox with a uh, hashtag LBC. <laughs> Do not. <laughs> Don't in my inbox with no LBC. <laughs> Inboxing with that man. <laughs> That's funny. All right, there's that. All right, switching gears. <clears throat> the Tinder Swindler. Um, recently there was a documentary. Um, I knew about this a few years ago because I listened to a podcast called Swindle Podcast. <clears throat> Shout out to them. They basically cover a bunch of different um uh situations where people get swindled and lawsuits and all kinds of shit, right? But the Tinder swindler was basically a guy that would meet with women on dating sites. And he basically had this persona where he was this rich, wealthy, well-to-do guy that had like millions of dollars or whatever. And he, he would take women on these extravagant dates and make them feel special. And then he would fake a situation where he would need some form of help or assistance from them and say, oh, man. Somebody just tried to shoot me and they won't let me use my cards here for some reason. Can you send me one hundred and thirty thousand dollars type of shit? Mm-hmm. And what he was doing and, and it's pretty fucked up, but it's kind of genius. He would get money from women and then take another woman on an extravagant date, just like he did with the first one, except he would get money from each and every one of them. And he was doing this over and over and over and over. And the thing about it is, in my opinion, this is what I'll say. In my opinion, the women in this documentary were not victims. They were willing participants. Because how fucking stupid do you have to be to do this shit? Yeah. How stupid do you have to be to get swindled by somebody? And I'm going to tell you what the problem is, though. And no one's mentioning this in the documentary. But since I'm a man and I understand how 
somebody like some type of dude like this might operate this dude was fucking the shit out of these girls i don't think that this has been mentioned once yeah there is nothing a man that is not performing in the bedroom or doing something positive to a woman is not going to be able to swindle her out of that much fucking money yeah this dude was whispering sweet nothing in their ears and he was wearing clap cleats before they even came out if the dick is trash, she's going to cut you. It's not even going to get to that stage. Let's not get to that stage. Yeah. She's not going to give you $20, let alone 100000 Yeah, exactly. This dude was probably had her climaxing into next Damn. year. Oh, yeah. that That's what no one's talking about. This dude, he, since he didn't have no job, his dick was the only currency that he had. I want a $130,000 dick. <laughs> I don't know if I'm up on that level yet. <laughs> Like I How do, much you get? I do pretty well for myself. I, I probably get about. I probably get about about a thousand. About, about a thousand dollars. Uh, I ain't getting no hundred thousand. Hundred thirty thousand. I don't Sheesh. know what kind of. I don't know what kind of dick this motherfucker got. Yeah, he doing something different. He got kryptonite, man. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, but no, it, it's to me. It just seems like a willing participant. It doesn't seem like they were victims at all. Not to mention. Not to mention. This is only a documentary because women got used. Men get used all the time and there's nothing about it. By the way, we have a society that is appropriated using men. You ever heard of the city girls or, you know, basically these songs about use use his money and then we dip on him? Like that's like literally appropriated in in rap. And like some of these songs you hear, whether it's Made the Stallion or if it's Cardi B or whatever like that, that's appropriated. They make colorful songs about using men. But when women get used, it's a whole documentary on Netflix. Yeah, this is regular. This is not really a story. It's no. just a story because of the amount. That's but it. Yeah, I, I think to me it's just like the highest form of like manipulation. Yeah, I very guess. manipulative. It's yeah. ma- it's manipulation and dickulation. Dickulation. This yeah. dude is dicking these women down. That's the only way he's getting all this money. Yeah. I, I don't know who's going to agree with that. They'll be like, that's not true. You can manipulate. No. If a dude is giving you some weak-ass dick... <clears throat> You only want to show him the door out of your house. You're not trying to give him nothing else. What about like pimps and stuff, though? Pimps? I think that's yeah. that's a good point. Manipulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably not really having sex. Oh, he probably who knows? They probably having sex with him. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That's a good. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're, that's a good point. But we don't know. The pimp might be. The pimp might be another one. You might be digging him down. You might be digging him. He might yeah. be like, yeah. At least yeah. initially, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I think this is a. Uh, yeah, it just kind of like you said, if we reverse the roles, this is just not. It's not. It's not mm-hmm. even that big of a deal. Yeah, if people laugh at men. Yeah, if a girl, I I know <coughs> personally, uh, um, my friend's dad, his ex girlfriend, um, got like they had a joint bank account or something like that, or he she had access to the bank account, and she got you know, probably six figures out of him. So yeah. this is just, you know, and that that's not no documentary, but you know, mm-hmm. somehow just made his way. I think, I think not that this is like something that should be applauded, but there is something amazing about this feat being able to get this amount of money out Man. of him. That's, that's wild. Yeah. Some women don't even pay for dates. No, they, they don't. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give my best performance. I'm talking about, I'm gonna give it everything that I got. And I'm just going to hit the girl up like, hey, you got like $900? Yeah. What, see what may, maybe. And mind you, he's he's dealing with the elite women. Yes. I ain't never had sex with a girl that could probably just 
making 130,000, they probably ain't made that in their lifetime. Yeah. So like, you know, having sex with somebody that could just Skin wire that. you 130,000 is just crazy. But damn. Yeah. And it was crazy as people say, well, you know, she's worth this much money, she can have any man she wants. This is what people get fucked up though. <clears throat> Some of the most successful women are kind of lonely. And what I mean by that, success could have a certain amount of loneliness based on the fact that a lot of men or a lot of the men that they want, it just doesn't work out for some reason. Sometimes mm-hmm. women that have a, have accumulated some form of success, they're kind of off-putting in a way. Mm-hmm. Not like they're horrible people, but they're kind of off-putting. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, really, they don't really attract men like that. And they don't also don't have to put up with certain things. They don't, yeah. So it elim- I think it just eliminates a lot of but, people. But this is different, though, Keith. We're talking about successful women who are pretty insecure. There's a difference. Mm. And I think that their, their success has isolated them so much that they can't really make that connection with men. Yeah, so and they're it, also on dating apps. And they're on dating apps. So that's the thing. They're so busy that they are stuck on these dating apps trying to find somebody. Mm-hmm. And then the dude... The, the dude I'm not trying to comment on a man's looks, but he wasn't a bad looking dude. Mm-hmm. So they get this dude with this little accent. He's like, oh, yes, I like you very much. You know. Wait, where is he from? Ah, fuck. Somewhere. I don't know. England or I don't know where the fuck this guy's from. Let me double check. It'll tell you tell you right here. Uh, let me see. His yeah, name he got is, like a little exotic look to him. Yeah, his name is Simon Laviv. I don't know where the fuck he's from. So why is it? Why is this arrest happening? Uh, because it, some type of fraud. But he got released again. He got yeah. released on good behavior. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know that there's anything illegal going on. Man, this guy. <clears throat> he should write a book. Yeah. It. You know. I don't know if he was able to save any money that that he was. You know, wired by these women, but. I, he he should write a book about his life, and then he should write a separate book about the the tactics that he used. Because it's probably like some some mixture of like forty eight laws of power and alchemist oh, yeah. and all these different things that he probably been oh, you yeah. know, studying his whole his whole life, and he just started utilizing it. Yeah, I think he read a couple of books. He also read a book on how to fuck. <laughs> yeah, because he mm-hmm. sure used that on these women. I guarantee mm-hmm. you that. Mm-hmm. And people say, well, that's just that's a very um, a very immature way to look at it. No, it's not. A woman that is busy and very successful is probably not getting the sexual relief that she would want to get unless it's coming from a vibrator or some type of sex toy or something. So when this guy comes around and he's and he's like he's putting off this image as if he's rich, he's taking you to these extravagant places, everything you want, he's got you, he's basically what do they call that love bombing? Mm-hmm. I guess they call it, whatever. Whatever the fuck. They always got some new words here. There's always some new words. <clears throat> some <clears throat> bullshit. Liberals. Yeah. Yeah, just some new meanings. But this guy is giving you everything that you want. This is where women got to be careful. And I mentioned this, and women will listen to a dude like me, and if they don't like what I'm saying, they'll label me disingenuous. I'm being honest about everything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But there's a bunch of motherfuckers that get away with lying to women, and, they, and you just eat out of his fucking hand. Derek Jackson... Oh my, he had he still has women eating out of his fucking hands. Mm-hmm. You know why, right? Because Derek Jackson can articulate himself well. He's handsome. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of money and he's buff. Mm-hmm. He is everything a woman wants, yet he will manipulate the fuck out of you. He is the worst nightmare that a woman can have. Yeah. 
And women fall for it all the time because women have in their minds, they have this fucking um, fairy tale. Mm -hmm. And a lot. Most men don't check off that box. Right. Most men don't check off these boxes. But, you know, handsome, smart money. He's smart. All of this shit. And once that dude pops up, he can do anything he wants to you. Yeah. You left yourself. You And the thing about it is there. I hate those little dudes that have been popping up on the Internet. There's this other dude. I forgot his name. He's on TikTok. He has a huge following that's mostly women. And he'd be like, he'll say some shit like, um, if you if a man can't pay all your bills, then you single. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude says shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and women be like, that's true. For reals. Preach. Yeah. And it's like, this dude is a manipulator. Don't you see? He's telling you all the things you want to hear. Yeah. And then to make it worse, if he fucks the shit out of you, now your dumb ass is going to give him all your fucking money. Yeah. You got to be smarter than this. This is why me and Keith talked about it earlier. This is for men and women. <clears throat> Most people shouldn't be with nobody. Mm-hmm. You need to take a year or two to figure out who you are. Or you could either be manipulated or you could be with somebody that's toxic or you may not know when it's time for you to back away from somebody. Yeah. And a lot of women in this case, a lot of women get caught up in that shit and you got to stop allowing the wrong men to infiltrate you mm-hmm. and it's going to keep <laughs> and ha- penetrate you. Yep. Infiltrate first. See, here's the thing. A man that's a mass manipulator. First, he's going to fuck the shit out of your mind. He's fucking the shit out of you <laughs> without fucking you yet. Then when he fucks the shit out of you, he got your mind and your body. Now you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. That's the game. And women don't get it. And the funny thing, too, is I don't give a fuck how many of your, your girlfriends you talk to. None of, them, none of them can tell you what me and Keith are telling you. Because we know men like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. You know? And, <clears throat> I mean, unfortunately, I know it's not like... Um, I mean, it's not a, what do you call it? It's not a very digestible message to give to people, mm-hmm. but it's the fucking truth. Yeah. Yeah. People, I mean, that's it. That when you, when you're a woman and even a man, but you know, just in this conversation talking about a woman, when you're out here like desperate, yeah. desperate in a way where like, you're always searching for love or like right. you're always in and out of relationships, you're going to end up with one of these guys. Yeah. Cause you're not taking your time to actually like, you know be patient and learn a person you know and then that's how you end up with these guys or or you're 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 so in love or with the idea of you're so in love with the idea of love that Mm -hmm. you're going to put up with just some nonsense you know Mm -hmm. like some a toxic relationship you know and like you said we know people like this people that you know get caught cheating or get caught having a whole other relationship and they just kind of stay together because they you know they don't want to be alone yeah. yeah, I think that when you know yourself, as soon as a person tries to do anything that's off color, you're going to notice it like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. We ain't, I don't know who this worked with before me, but your, your ass that's got not, to go. Yeah, that that, That's not the move. We ain't, we ain't doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd be like, oh, like this dude was so manipulative that he would send girls pictures of him with like blood on his shirt. And then like his bodyguard that supposedly he had, he was in a picture of the bodyguard with like blood on his head or something like, I think someone's trying to kill me. I need this much money from you. And the women would just give it to him. (laughs) And I'm like, dog. And he was recycling the pictures, sending the same pictures to different women, Mm -hmm. sending them messages. Oh, I love you so much. Thank you so much. This meant a lot to me. I love you. You you said that uh, the girl on there, 
was still on Tinder afterwards? At the very end of the documentary, because I skimmed through it. You know, I've already listened to this on a podcast that was way more in depth. But at the end, uh, they said, so are you still using Tinder? She says, of course I'm using Tinder. There's nothing wrong with Tinder. It was just him. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, and she's like, he said, so are you still looking for love? Of course, I'm always looking for love. Bro, if I seen her at whatever city she live in, and then I know she giving out that type of money, what I'm doing is I'm moving there. I'm hopping on Tinder. I'm getting some blue chew and some clap cleats. Yep. And then I'm going to shoot my shot. Yeah. Yeah. She giving out that kind of money? Shoot. You giving out that kind of money? I'm going to be out there for a while. Mm-hmm. I'll just come back on a weekend to do the podcast. <laughs> be headed out, headed straight out to Moscow or wherever, <laughs> wherever the fuck she's from. Dang, dog. Yeah, that's nuts, man. Mm-hmm. That's just nuts how you could be that stupid. But here's the problem is people like... Not not love. Love doesn't make you stupid, but the idea of love or the idea of a of a good relationship will have you being stupid. Yeah. And you don't realize it that this is when you realize it. You don't realize that you've been made a fool until you stop dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Like once you once you stop dealing with them, you look at them from afar and you say, Man, they sure had me fooled. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So you you don't usually get when people have manipulated you or lied to you or whatever they've done, you don't normally get your clarity until they're gone. And then, like, I've had situations where not nearly on the level of this dumb shit, but you stop dealing with the chick and then you like might scroll back to an old message or something. Right. And you'll be like, wow, why didn't I see this then? Yeah. You know, what I mean, you tend to. What, what too is, zoomed in. Yeah, you too zoomed in on it to see the red flag. Mm-hmm. Not until you've made some separation can you see how problematic the situation was while you in it. Yeah. And and what's crazy too is like, honestly though, even if you do love somebody, you gotta ask yourself, like, why are they asking me for hundred and thirty thousand dollars? Yeah. A rich person, a person who has truly amassed a decent amount of wealth, is not going to call his girlfriend to send him money. Yeah. And he says, it's really embarrassing. I do not want to ask you, but can you send me this? Right now, I just need $30,000. i will get it back to you immediately. <laughs> a person that's really wealthy has money at his disposal and has other ways to get money. Or, you know, like not the girl he just met. Right. The friend, longtime friend that's wealthy also. Yeah. yeah. Most like rich- you just got to, you got to start asking real questions. Exactly. Yeah. But- a woman, a woman that just had three orgasms is not going to ask you a bunch of questions. He digmatized. She's too digmatized by mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, she's got the guy that's given her everything she wanted in her mind and the guy that did something crazy to her in the bedroom. Yeah. And this guy asked her for 30000 and she's like, of course, no problem. I've got it. I would, I would be curious to know, like, if anybody has the uh, desire to share a story with us, like of how or what you did because of like great sex yeah what type of did you you know travel somewhere did you give somebody a car you know right did you did you allow and it doesn't have to be that crazy a a regular average woman first of all let's just tell the truth let's be honest here as men most men are not pleasing women bro yeah they're not Mm -hmm. and and they and and they're kind of selfish with how they probably have sex with women so when a woman actually meets a dude that's doing stuff to her, it probably make her feel a little bit different. I'm not saying she's going to go crazy and lose her mind and sell her house and shit like that. Yeah. But I think women have done some shit. They probably allowed this guy 
you know, more access to them than they would somebody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's four in the morning and he texts you like, hey, are you up? You're like, yeah, I'm up. I'm already up. You should stop by and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Your ass would be dead asleep. You get that text from uh, from Jose. Jose coming to tear that ass up. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those guys have that. Yeah. Have that effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you had these experiences, uh, just inbox Keith and see. <laughs> inbox the official at Trucker's Mind yeah, Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you if you or a friend have had a situation like that, just hit the DM and I'd be I'd be more than glad to like hear the story. Because mm. I'm sure it's probably pretty comical or uh just something something we probably could share or not share if you want to be anonymous. If you want to keep yeah. it anonymous, keep it anonymous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need a little more interaction on the yeah, pod. Yeah, man, let us know what's yeah, up. Let us, know, let, let us know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. That'll be funny. But yeah, uh, to, to, to sum this all up, man, uh, these women were willing participants. Even though they got used and they got swindled, um, you got to be smarter than that as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's not just women, that's men. You can't be mad at a woman that you met her. She's a stripper. You met her at a strip club and you gave her $2,000 and she became your girlfriend. Yeah. Don't you find that a little bit... Uh, a little bit weird, sir. Yeah, that you know that that you only you bet your relationship started by you giving her money, and then when she used you, you had the nerve to get mad at her and call her a bitch and all of that. Like, bro, you started off by giving her money. Yeah, you know, you only, you broke your own heart, man. Mm-hmm. Got to be smarter than this, man. We're adults. Yeah, you know, especially if we're if we're working jobs and we're regular people, we shouldn't be giving everybody our money. Yeah, and stay off the dating sites, man. Yeah, please. Not to try to find a real Stay off of all of them. I haven't been on a dating site now. Fuck, how many years has it been now? Shit, or easily. Oh, man, it's been about three years. It's been a minute. It's been Yeah, I think mm. I got off of them in fucking no, no later than 19. I remember I had de- de- deleted mine, or I don't know if it's deleted or deactivated, but, um, and then T-Mobile, they have the T-Mobile Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So there was one, uh, I the think super one, swipes was <clears throat> yeah, one month they had the Tinder Gold on there for for free. So I hopped on there just to see what the buzz was about. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't I don't, be, don't be fooled by these sites too. Um, um, I don't want to keep killing this topic, but don't be fooled by these freaking apps, these dating apps. That's not how humans are supposed to meet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're basically when you go to Tinder, it's basically McDonald's. Mm-hmm. It's basically Carl's Jr. It's basically all these fast food places. It basically you should call it fast fuck. That's what it is. Yeah. The chances of you fucking somebody are very high versus you actually being in love with them. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no one is really taking you seriously. You are just a swipe through. Mm-hmm. When they swipe through your face, they're like, "Oh, she got nice tits. Let me hit her. Let me hit the like." Like these are. This is how men are objectifying you on these fucking apps. And this is how women are objectifying men. Oh, he's hot. He's hot. Okay, boom. You don't give a fuck about how smart he is, how whatever. You just want to set up the date. <laughs> Remember the short dude that was going crazy? Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's there's video of this short guy that was going crazy at like this bakery or something. <laughs> and he was mad. He was like, it, he's like, I'm so sick of it. You're just talking to me because I'm short. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say on the dating sites. They don't like short men. Because she asked should... him, she was like, what are you talking about? I didn't yeah. even say anything about your height. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> say anything about your height. Yeah, but that's what they say on the dating sites. <laughs> they said I should be dead because I'm not tall. <laughs> that dude was completely 
overly reacting projecting for sure he was projecting like Mm -hmm. he he has a wild insecurity about being short so he was like trying to make the whole world fucking pay for it (laughs) dude was wilding man but that is true like he's gonna be on there like trying to height shame and whatnot if your height doesn't start with six stay out of my inbox and it's like girl you five three what the fuck you need a six foot man for yeah what you gonna do with that? You know, be you know, be hilarious. What is he like? If your height doesn't start with six, then don't talk to me. And then she find a dude that's six foot or six foot two, and he got a little dick. <laughs> that's what you deserve, <laughs> bastard. He <laughs> <laughs> got a size fifteen shoe and a little and an LBC. An LBC. Yeah, there with a little black cock out here, six foot eight. <laughs> crazy she's like you know what's funny what what uh women like especially when they do that they won't even admit why they just stopped talking to somebody mm-hmm. they'd be like oh, i'm just so over men right now mm-hmm. he ain't even did nothing wrong but have a little dick yeah he ain't did nothing wrong the whole it's the whole world uh, the, the whole race though the whole the whole species of men is just like what you mean I'm saying like one guy could have a little LBC and she talking about the whole, I'm just so over, man. No, no, no. Let's be more specific. That'd be like, it'll be a, one dude with an LBC. Be like, oh my God, I'm so over black guys. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not talking to black guys anymore. <laughs> She'd go straight to Twitter. It's not real girls. Like what they say about black men, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> the myth is it's just a myth. <laughs> People also need to stop. This is just me ranting, yeah. but people also need to stop like sharing their innermost personal thoughts on social media. That needs to stop. Cause yeah, cause people be on there like, I just hate my mom and like these kind of like personal things. Like instead of going to Twitter with that, get a journal or something. Get a therapist. A therapist, yeah, for sure. Or even like voice notes. Just record your thoughts and your voice notes and just keep them to yourself. Cause. Uh- People be on there talking crazy. You know, imagine somebody like Vince to social media, like my aunt could be a bitch sometimes, and then the aunt pop up, fuck you, bitch. That's what happens. <laughs> That's the type of stuff. I, even me personally, like, and I deleted it because I'm not the same person, but I had said like some disrespectful stuff about family members. And not nothing that's just like crazy, crazy, but disrespectful enough to where like people would be like, yo, why would you say that about me? You know, so I kind of combed through my stuff and deleted that because. And even now, when I, I sometimes I get ready to tweet something or post something on Instagram, and then I'll just think about it, and I'll be like, "Nah, I'm not gonna write that because it just this is just not the space for that." No, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Yeah, save that shit. I, I'm not gonna even describe the situation, but I sent something to Keith today that I seen. And it was basically a couple that had broken up, and there was all kind of wild allegations coming from both sides. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, and yeah. and what's crazy? These are the same people that post all those happy pictures together about how in love they are, mm-hmm. and then they break up, and the most wild shit be coming out. Yeah, what? That's why you threw me through a glass window for no reason. You'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't say that when you hit me with a baseball bat in my head. You'd be like, oh my god, That's, I'm a. Bit, do you think the who has the worst? things to say after a breakup is it the guy or the girl usually the woman woman yeah and and the reason why too is because um women are more likely to express how they feel Mm -hmm. they're just more likely to express it they're Mm -hmm. less likely to just be quiet about it what i've what what i've noticed i'm not saying every woman is a loud mouth and they got to say something i'm just saying they're more likely to speak about something to their homegirls when it happens because women have no problem venting their frustrations Mm -hmm. you know um 
men will say some fucked up shit, but for most and for the most part, if if you don't say nothing, he ain't gonna say nothing. Because mm-hmm. I tell you this. I, I don't talk bad about women I used to date or talk to. I don't say shit about them. Mm-hmm. Even if I felt they was a piece of shit for whatever they did. Mm-hmm. I don't have a, like, if we're done, we're done. Me and you both know what really happened or what went on. I don't need to make you look bad because mm-hmm. you never make, you will never make yourself look good by making someone else look bad. Yeah. A lot of times too, like people can see through the nonsense. Yeah. So some women, they'll, they'll go on a date with you and they'll be venting about their ex Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, uh, I think you were a little crazy too. Oh yeah, you can yeah. tell they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This it's just like my boyfriend. He was just so toxic. Like, uh, you were complicit in a lot of yeah. these these things, well, and you stayed with him for five years. So, yeah, you know so what does what, that say about you? Exactly. At that point, I'm just off. Like, you know, for ladies, you can take this advice or leave it. It's fine. You don't have to listen to anything I say. But what I will say is, is if even if you catch yourself talking about your ex while you're on a date. Just please don't, just don't continue. Yeah. Just don't. Catch just, yourself and be like, ah. Listen. You know what? And, and even if you need to apologize, say, hey, you know what? This is our first time meeting. I don't need to be telling you all this shit. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And just get right back to the date. It's such a turnoff, man. And not to mention, I think it's disrespectful. Yeah. If, 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 if I, let's say, let's just flip it. Let's say I'm a man on a date and I bring up my girl about, my ex girl about three or four times on that date. Like, yeah, she, my ex was annoying. She would always just get the lobster cakes and then, mm-hmm. you know, that. But yeah, on my girl, my ex girlfriend's birthday, she, she came here to BJ's and got the bazooki cookie when it wasn't even really the her bazooki. birthday. The bazooki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she always used to get the sampler platter for the beer because she didn't want to try the other beers. It's so People trash. People be doing that though. And they think it's normal. They think it's regular. It's like, and yeah. that's, sucks if you're just trying to smash that's kind of like weird it's gonna turn off but imagine you really are feeling this person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean y'all been chopping it up through the text and whatever snapchat whatever and you finally get to meet each other and then they just bringing up their ex the whole time you just like what in the world i've had it happen and and it's more or less more or less what happens too is they bring up they bring up another man but it's not usually it's not usually within a decent context Mm-hmm. It's usually something that's just like leaving it, leaving it in the air. You don't know. They're like, so do you know such and such or such <clears throat> and such this or that? And then it's like you bringing up whatever do for no reason. Mm-hmm. Do you know it, it? I don't know who needs to hear this, but it's completely possible to have um, an interaction with someone you're trying to meet without bringing up an ex, without bringing up a love interest, without bringing up drama, without bringing up toxic stuff. It's completely possible. And if you can't do that on a date, then I already know I can't fuck with you. Yeah. Unless we make a mutual decision to just go into some bedroom and go fuck, we have no other reason to be talking anymore because you're going to waste my time. I don't trust you. Yeah. I don't trust you at all. <laughs> I could look at you. You would never. I've gotten. I've. I've created this. I won't say created, but I have a masterful way of continuing to be respectful, continuing to keep the humor and to keep the morale and the jokes up and keep the exchange going but the whole time i'm like in my mind i'm like yeah yeah you know yeah you're a piece of fucking shit yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and your thing has your your view of them has completely like shifted it's shifted boom you, you mm-hmm. you've 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 turned you've 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 turned me upside down I, I just don't know yeah how to deal with this situation yeah going forward but if it leads to sex that's great but if we don't do anything that's it's great perfectly too perfectly fine too i don't my thing is is when when you ever mention sex though women will automatically think you're just a piece of shit like oh that's all you want false we don't have to have sex at all we don't have to do anything i don't i'm you're not obligated to do anything for me 
Women don't owe us anything. Mm -hmm. But let's be clear. If we make a mutual decision to go fuck, then that's cool because there's nothing else we could do. Mm -hmm. At least if we think about it, sex is a symbiotic action. Mm -hmm. So if we're having sex with each other, then at least we've made something out of the situation. Yeah. But I'm not about to stick around when you talk about your ex. Yeah, what you, the fuck that's is that not doing the energy me? you want to bring into like even a friend with benefits type of thing. Like you always bringing up your your ex. Imagine know. they brought up their ex during sex. Like my ex used to arch my back more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure yeah. y'all inbox Keith, man. <laughs> that just reminded me of something <laughs> which I would never say on the podcast. But yeah, that was that was yeah. Ah, that doesn't help anybody <laughs> bring up something on the podcast that you never bring up I, i'm just saying like that's why i didn't really react to what you were saying oh yeah. okay yeah well it's good that that's a that's a skill mm-hmm. you, you're not you basically what do you call it you could basically um edit yourself on the spot yeah yeah mm-hmm. and especially when you're doing a podcast you're just talking 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 mm-hmm. the whole time just keeping Keeping the humor up, keeping the conversation up, you can say some shit and be like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have said that." Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's a skill to stop yourself because some people say some wild shit. Yeah, people. Uh, it's a lot of podcasts that edit out the things that they say. Yeah, we don't yeah. edit out like we just we had some humor earlier about kfings.com. <laughs> kfings.com. We made a little uh, yes, the little Asian the Asian voice thing. Yeah, people know we're not racist, man. They know what time it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, there's that. All right, switching gears. Um. You shouldn't always intervene. Me and Keith had a situation, not situation, but a conversation about this. And basically, the conversation consisted of sometimes you just should not intervene in other people's problems. For example, if let's say let's say you're with your wife or your girlfriend and you're just strolling down the street and then there's this guy yelling at his girlfriend and he just slaps the shit out of her. I'm talking about he just leans back and he slaps her to the ground. And you decide, you know what? I'm calling the police. And what if your wife says, "Uh uh-uh, hell no. You need to intervene. You shouldn't allow a man to beat on a woman like that. And let's say your wife's like, hey, motherfucker, don't put your hands on a woman. Right? Here's the problem with that. Your wife or your girl just inserted you in a situation without giving you without even giving you permission or like without asking for your permission to do it mm-hmm. and we got to think about this in 2022 we we understand that people are crazy people got <laughs> people really people really out here with ak-47s yeah. in their car yeah. people are getting shot on the freeway like this is not a game so if your girl is yelling and screaming at some dude not to hit a woman here's the problem she inserted you without your permission because what the fuck is she going to do to a grown man but get slapped? Mm-hmm. All she's going to do is go up to another grown man that just slapped a woman and she's going to get slapped too. Yeah. Now you got to fight this dude and beat him up and he's going to blow your fucking head off. <laughs> it's important to not always intervene in situations. You can get seriously hurt out here. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you should not value women or protect women. I think you should, but you cannot always fight people's battles you don't know them yeah i remember and this is the god's honest truth i was telling keith this there was a situation i have i have an aunt i'll keep her nameless it's on my dad's side and she had a history of dating men who were abusive right and a dude put his hands on my aunt my dad caught up with him and beat the dude's ass don't you know my aunt called the police on my dad (laughs) 
<laughs> That's the most wild shit ever, man. Crazy. Cops woman that beat wanted to beat my dad up just because he was defending his own sister. It's fucking crazy. But this is why you can't step up for everybody, man. Yeah. You gotta know when to mind your fucking business. Yeah. I think the best so there's two sides of it, right? Like the 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 version where there's just a random person on the street. Right. Um, you know. Definitely stay out of that, right? Don't even. I, I, it doesn't even take a conversation, you know. Don't say, "Hey, you should stop." Don't say nothing. You just mind your business. Get in your car if you need to intervene. Just call the police. Because, mm-hmm. um, like you said, you just don't know. It's so much like it's so much anger people got built up. So much frustration. There's so much trauma that a lot of these people are dealing with. And you trying to be a superhero is only going to end up dead or shot or beat up yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the version where you, it's a family member, those are even, they're a little more trickier. But even those situations, you just got to stay out of the way because what happens most of the time is women that get abused, like they just stick around. Yeah. Still. So you're going to be the person that beat up the uncle or beat up whatever. And a lot of times that you, you know, it's in a situation where there's like children and stuff involved. Right. Yeah. So, you know, they may have already had two or three kids and essentially you're beating up their dad. You beating up your nephew's dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So in, in, like I said before, those situations, they fight for a little bit. She gets slapped up. He, she may, punch him a few times and then next thing you know they having sex you know what i mean so it's just like you're intervening on a situation where they just going to go right back to that toxic relationship you you over here you're trying to intervene in a fucking in a a fucking jody and yvette relationship yeah you know he might be slapping her in the face and now he's hitting her from the back when they get home some clap cleats she is having sex with a black eye damn yeah yeah. She over here looking like an MMA fighter getting hit from the back. <laughs> <laughs> he like, yeah, you like that Conor McGregor? Huh? <laughs> huh? You like that Conor McGregor? Uh, rear naked chokehold, huh? Yeah, right? Rear yeah. naked choke. Yeah, that was a good play on words, Keith. <laughs> hey, make sure y'all inbox Keith, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a crowd please. Oh, oh man. That's funny. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Don't forget, man. <laughs> Clapcleats.com. You you know, I don't sorry to cut you off, but this is how annoying I I not that I want to be this annoying, but like, you know how Diddy come out or, you know, Rick Ross, mm-hmm. they'll pull up to the breakfast club with their yeah. bottles. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that's honestly what it takes to really promote something. Yeah. Yeah. hundred so. percent. Well, it's not so much the be annoying it's like you have to believe in what you say if we if we just got on here and we said hey y'all go to clackpleece.com and use this uh use trucker code trucker 69 all right let's get into the show mm-hmm. how seriously would you even take the 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 product facts yeah i we think gotta you, really believe in you, it you gotta really believe in it not only believe in it but you have to you know put some mustard behind it let mm-hmm. people know it's going not lies you know maybe a little humor yeah. maybe some you know indirect marketing and whatnot but hey yeah. let them know hey Go to clap, please. You, you, you know, do it like Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. What I want you to do, okay, is uh, I guess you could get like a clipboard or something like that, and I want you to uh, have sexual relations without any clap cleats on first. All right, and then you do a little score, you know, do a little score. Ah, the see, like yeah. a one to ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then then you do it with clap cleats the next one, and yeah. then do another evaluation and see exactly what changed there. Yeah, round round one. 
do it on separate days though, because you know energy, you know, right? You might be tired a little right. bit, so do it on separate days. Maybe on a Monday, you know what I'm saying? Do it without the uh, clap cleats, and then on Wednesday, you know, get the clap cleats going. So month sex on a Monday, it's not uh, it's not gonna be very good, man. What's wrong with Monday? Monday? It's the beginning of the week. I don't know, man. It's the beginning of the week, but damn, you're gonna be tired from work. That's true. Well, Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursday, but Wednesday is Hump Day, so that's why that that it works. But you need like a day of recoup to recoup in between. I, I, so. I say I say a, a good a good mix up on the week. An odd day is probably Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. Stop by your local taco truck, get you some tacos, fill up on those, get you a couple get coronas. Some energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Couple coronas, you know, maybe pop pop in something late at night. You got to do it without alcohol, though. No alcohol. Yeah, because you pro- if you do go out on a weekday, you probably only gonna drink on like. Tuesday. Yeah, you know, I mean, nothing serious. Yeah, mm. Tuesday night, tacos, mm. maybe like two Coronas or something, not to get you drunk, get you a little buzz going. Get a little buzz. But I'm saying that may that may affect your performance. So if you do go on the next day, wouldn't you got the clap cleats? You got to make sure you drink a couple Coronas too. Yeah, I mean, and look, that will actually intensify the pleasure. Yeah. You know, when you fill a woman's stomach up full of tacos and penis in the same night. That sounds crazy. Yep. <laughs> 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 She's like, no, not in my stomach. It doesn't go that far. Shout out to my my brother Desmond, man. He, I remember you would hear him talking on the phone, like back when we had house phones, and uh, you know, I'm just a little kid listening to his conversation. And he would be saying the wildest stuff. And I remember one time he was like, you know, he got the little whisper. Yeah. So he was like, "Hey, when are you gonna let me put my taco meat in your taco?" What? <laughs> what? Like, what? You nasty. Taco meat? Fuck. <laughs> this must have been 2006. <laughs> nah, before no, that. Yeah, it was way later. I mean, way earlier than that. Uh, yeah. Probably early 2000s. And the mm-hmm. very, probably, he's talking on the phone and shit. 2003, 2002. Yeah, somewhere in there. He used to be on the phone for hours and mm-hmm. he'd be whispering. Yeah. He'd be like, hey, I mean, why? Like, why are you going to do that? Yeah, and it would be going on for hours. He got like a romantic voice when he he had yeah. turned it on too. He'd be like, "Yeah, nigga, come on, man," and then he'd be like, "Hey, what's up with you?" <laughs> Yo, I love I love that. <laughs> Not only is he my best friend, but he sound like every R and B nigga from the. <laughs> they got R and B voices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. sound like the opposite of the the deep voice guy from uh, Boys to Men. <laughs> you know I love you. Who was that? Uh, not wine, not, not wine, wine yeah. Who was that? I forgot his name, forgot but his, his voice name, was too. deep. Yeah, and he had he. I forgot what he. I don't even know what he said on that one song. Remember that song they got? Mm-hmm. It was like uh, there's like just like man, plenty of friend, and he mm-hmm. pop up. He's like sipping on the summer fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck he said. Yeah, yeah. we need a translator for we that. Need a translator for that. Yeah, his voice got so deep it just drowned out the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the boys to men, yo. Mm-hmm. Highly underrated. Yeah, they came to the Kern County Fair recently, huh? Couple yeah, years a ago. couple years ago they mm-hmm. came. Wasn't Nelly, Nelly was here last year? Nelly, I think Ashanti came. That's one probably year. yeah, yeah. Ashanti mm-hmm. came. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what makes them come to these events. They probably get paid some pretty money. Good. Yeah, they probably, they probably get, get kicked down like ten bands or something like that. Probably like ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, coming to Bakersfield is worth ten thousand. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a. It's a decent crowd too. You know, people here love music. Yeah, and, and when you when they probably talk to their um, what do you call it? Not publicist, but probably management. Managers like, hey, you know, a little over hundred miles away, we could fly you in or we could take you back. But 
I'm, I wonder if they fly to Bakersfield. <sighs> Ain't no telling, bro. It's a, I mean, if you live in LA, it's an hour and a half, depending to on dr- what time oh, you to leave. drive. But mm-hmm. I wonder if they take a flight. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know. You know, I guess. Yeah, I wonder if, I wonder if anybody's ever taken a PJ here. I'm sure. I know, like YG. When YG came out here, he was performing at hookah bars and stuff. Yeah, he came in on a. Uh, it wasn't like a fancy jet, but it was a little, a little, a little plane that he pulled up on. Yeah, somebody probably in a high place letting you know gave him let him do it. Mm-hmm. Dang, but it crazy. is a hop, skip, and a jump. Like if you if you caught the. But I, I, I'm just saying, like the amount of time you're gonna spend going through customs and all that is probably it's probably faster to just drive. Yeah. But I guess the convenience of not driving. But yeah. 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 Lot, the thing about it, bro, like this is why I love E40 so much. E40 was talking about like, you know, not not like passing up on these little bags that you get, like these mm-hmm. these three four thousand dollar bags. He said he'd be getting all of them. Mm-hmm. So I think when he come to Bakersfield, he be getting bags for probably anywhere from four to ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars just to show up, play, to sit, like do a couple songs and leave. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Somebody said, "Oh, E Forty, I heard, I seen him performing uh, live. He was trash." And it's like, bro, you calling that man trash? But he like in his fifties, bro. Yeah, I would. I mean, I don't know. I I just I don't trust people's opinions. <laughs> no, I, I'm getting more skeptical of like anything that I see online, <laughs> especially those things, because I know sometimes people say things for a reaction. Yeah, they could have been in a, the concert enjoying themselves, but they might have wanted E40 to respond to them, so they bashing his concert. Yeah, yeah, E40 like 52 or some shit. Dang, yeah, he's up there, man. A lot of our the hip hop artists we grew up on are. In their fifties, yeah, fifties, late, late fifties, <clears throat> Method Man and shit, Nas, yeah, Nas just releasing dope ass music. It's, what the yeah, fuck, he man? Kind of rejuvenated himself. I think Nas is forty nine or I think forty nine or fifty or something. He was a lot younger than uh, he was like the child prodigy, like eighteen when Illmatic came out. Some yeah, he like was. That. Yeah, so he probably he probably damn near fifty still though. Mm-hmm. Let me see, how old is Nas? That's a good question. Uh, uh, he's forty eight. Dang, Nas still young. Yeah, he's forty eight. That's crazy. That's, yeah, that's a trip. Nas. Well, who was another one of his peers back then? He came out like Jay, Tupac, that whole, that whole era. Yeah, Jay fifty two. Did he around that same age? I yeah. think Diddy and Jay Z the same age. Birdman is around there. Um, Diddy is fifty two. Also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. Dre is a lot. He's older than those guys. Yeah, Dre is probably like fucking fifty eight or some shit. Let me see. Doctor Dre is fifty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. For a minute, Doctor Dre was on Roy's real bad. Yeah. He was like looking like a monster. <laughs> I don't know if you seen him when he was looking like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. It got so bad like he just start wearing like all long sleeves. He didn't even have his arms out. Yeah, because he was so vascular. It was like this guy is so obvious. He on gear. And he also just wear the same clothes all day. Yeah, he had thrown some jeans, some white Air Forces, and a t shirt. He was like, "Geez, I think mm-hmm. Dr. J was on the video doing like pull ups or some or some dips." I'm like, "Yeah, this guy's on. Some, he's on some serious gear." <laughs> he still work out. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. he, you could tell he's not nearly as in shape as he was. Yeah. So that's that's one of the dead giveaways mm-hmm. to be that old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, 
not a lot not a lot else here um we totally veered off topic once again um but you don't always have to intervene in other people's shit man yeah you can completely it's completely okay to call the police it is their job to break stuff up Mm -hmm. because you can get yourself in a situation that you can't come back from imagine Mm -hmm. you taking a stroll with the lady she and you see something you intervene and you get shot in the head it's happened many times Mm-hmm. The hero and the hero usually ends up in the fucking ground. Yeah, man. Shout out to Blaine too. Blaine is a. Um, yeah. If you don't, if you haven't heard that story, basically, uh, a friend of mine, Blaine, he uh, he intervened, um, and you know, some girl was basically getting sliced up at a Starbucks, and you know, he basically went in there and saved her life. So. I don't know if it was inside or out. I think it was yeah. inside of the inside. Well, he of got the cut Starbucks. up pretty bad himself. Yeah, yeah. He survived, and you know, it's a story, great story, um, and a real hero. Uh, but yeah, that's hey. uh, crazy. Oh man, that's that's got to be. In order for somebody to do that in person in public mm-hmm. with a knife, you got to be psycho. Oh man, it's just so, it's so much mental illness out here, and yeah. it, and it, and the, and we mask it so well because we're functional, right? You yeah. Know, we, we go to work, we do this, but you know, inside people are losing their mind. You might have a woman of your dreams, and then she, you you know you have a conversation, and she's like, "I just don't ever understand why you never punch me in the face." Yeah, be like, God damn, I'm out of here. That stuff be happening, man. It'd be crazy, man. You mm-hmm. never, you can't look. We just talked about on this podcast a woman that was putting uh, her husband's cum in fucking cu- in cupcakes. Mm-hmm. She was a teacher, and her husband was a deputy. Mm-hmm. You can't put things past anyone. Everyone is capable of something weird. There's somebody around you that's probably done something weird, and you would never know it. Mm-hmm. They probably the people you view in a high regard are probably the ones doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. I don't think we can get much more out of Keith, but sound effects. Bro, so, I'm just I'm just like thinking about mental illness and it's just disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for make sure. sure y'all inbox Keith about that. Don't, man. don't inbox. <laughs> you got mental illness. Stay away from me. I'm stiff arming anybody with the mental. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, right on cue, there was always somebody making loud noises outside when we started doing We the haven't heard that in a minute, huh? I, I hope that guy's okay wherever he is. I hope he found a therapist. So yeah, great he, for him. As soon as he went into therapy, he's like, ah! <laughs> "Jesus Christ, address. Jesus walks." <laughs> <laughs> I wrote "Jesus walks" for Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I talk about God, my record won't get played. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't afford a car, so she named the daughter Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> Go to clapcleats.com and use Trucker69 for a 15% discount code. I don't need clapcleats because my feet are on asphalt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's crazy. All right. Looks like we came to the end of this one. If you made it to the end of this episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Fings. We're out of here. Peace.